Hello and welcome to the Scott Sportscast. I am your host, Alexei Scott. I'm joined here today with my co-host, George Scott. What's going on, everybody? Oh, nice to have you here. So today we have an episode of the MMA Coaches Corner for you, but it's a little bit of a different one. We're going to do our predictions on the upcoming UFC fight night. Um, Alexander Rakiff versus Anthony Smith, Lionheart. So let's go ahead and start looking. We're going to go over the main card today, so we're going right. to go backwards. So why don't you go ahead and go over the first first fight. All right, everybody. So first off, we're going to have Mag- <laughs> Magomed Al- Ankanov, I believe that's how you say it, from Dagestan. And he's going to be taking on Ian uh Cabalera. Yeah, Cotabala. Oh, yeah. Kudabala. Ian Kudabala. There we go. So we got Ian Kudabala taking on Magab. <laughs> Magomed. Magomed. There we go. We got Magomed so. and Ian. So this is a rematch. Last time these two fought, um, it was called the worst stoppage in UFC history. And uh, we get to run it back. So we get to see if um, Ian is going to play possum again in this fight. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that he's going to uh, not do that this time because it kind of cost him the fight the first time. Kind of learn from those little mistakes. Like, there's, yeah, you want to bait him. You want to, you know, try to trick trick and throw a little deceit. But sometimes you fool the ref, and the ref's the one that's in charge of stopping or keeping the fight going. So you can't trick him or, you know, you might get called stopped early. It's like if you're being choked and you close your eyes, you know, the ref's, the ref's going to stop it. He's not going to, you're going to be like, no, I was just resting my eyes. Like, no, he's like, I thought you went to sleep. So you pretend that you're wobbly and you're hurt and you just got head kicked twice. <laughs> so the ref, you know, kind of thought that that's what happened. Yeah, here's my take on it. If you are doing a submission, if uh, the guy pretends to go to sleep, the ref's going to stop it. So if you're on the feet and you pretend to get knocked out, the ref's going to stop it. So, you know, it's never a good idea to pretend to, uh, you know, it's just not good. Yeah, but at the same time, like, why even give the ref the opportunity? All right, so who do you got in this fight? I think it's going to be the same victor, um, Magomed. He's going to finish this fight because the first fight was only 38 seconds into the first round whenever it got stopped. <sighs> I mean, like, dude, you got to let the guys fight. Let them fight. Let them fight. I got Kudabella coming out strong, but I think that, you know, Magomed is going to be a little bit too much for him. These Dagestan, you know, fighters, pretty tough. They're They're hard to beat, and they're very skilled. He's only got one loss, so I think he's got a lot of confidence. He came off of the first one, you know, Rocked him pretty early. He pretended he wasn't hurt, but he was hurt. He just wasn't out. So yeah, I'm going to have to, you know, say the same thing, same victor. But I think he uh, gets a decisive stoppage this time. Yeah, because, I mean, he hit Cotabella with, with two head kicks early, too. And he was tagging him up. And then he started playing possum. It's like, so the ref's like, okay, this guy's just not able to defend himself no more. He just got head kicked, and he keeps taking punishment. It's like, yeah, you, it's like Kenny Flor or who was it? Um, Don, Dominic Cruz. Oh, Dominic Cruz with the unanswered punches. He was punches. like, yeah, um, <laughs> I know I just took 23 unanswered punches, but, like, <laughs> let me work through it. I know I made it back up to my feet and went right back down twice before you called it. 
that's called checkmate. <laughs> yeah, you know, and sometimes, you know, your spirit doesn't fail you, but your body has limits, so your body will fail you even though your heart's still in it. And, you know, it's it's up to the ref to say, hey, your body's had enough. Like, the the referees and the corners are there to protect the fighters. And, you know, if you're just letting them go until they're unconscious, like the old pride or shoot-a-bot days, you know, it, it's not gonna it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you got to protect the fighters, you know. I mean, I'm thinking that this will be a good match, um, but so. I got to go uh, Magomed yeah, just both. because I think he was piecing him up before anyways. But you uh, can't sleep on Kotobala. Yeah, I think we both got uh, Magomed in this one. So oh, let's head on to the next next fight, next fight. This one I'm excited for, actually. We got a new young up-and-comer. He was a former champion. Wait. That might be the same guy. Yeah. Okay, so Bill Aguero, Alguero versus Ricardo Yamas. And this has the potential for me to be the fight of the night. I think that both of these guys can take it on the feet, can take it to the ground, can submit, can wrestle, can ground and pound, can defend. It, it's going to be a pretty even match. What were their records here? Bill is 13 and 4 and Ricardo is 19 and 8. So Ricardo's more of a seasoned vet, but I mean 13 and 4, that's still 17 fights. It's not that far off, so. Yeah, you know, Lamez is definitely one of the the up-and-comers. He's uh he's a top contender and Bill's actually taking this fight on short notice. It was supposed to be Ryan Hall, Ryan Hall, I guess. He got injured, pulled out of the fight. So now we got Bill stepping in, and it's interesting. Sometimes these guys step in, short notice, catch their opponent off guard. Maybe they're a different style. They trained, you know, differently. But a lot of the times, they don't have the gas tank to go the full round. They, you know, it's tough. So I'm going to have to take Ricardo Lamez and probably um, probably a decision. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I got Ricardo Lamez dominating this fight. I see Ricardo choking this dude out. I think Bill is going to get... I think it's going to be a choke, and I think it's going to be in the second round. Um, I mean, this dude would put Cub Swanson, choked him out with an arm triangle, and he's he's knocked off other top guys with some beautiful submissions. So I just, I just think this is the case where the vet has the experience edge and the skill edge because these younger guys, yeah, they'll come in, they might catch you, but... I mean, dude, Ricardo Yama's ground game's so good, and his striking's good, so it's going to be tough to catch him. All so right. so that's our second fight. So we both got Yamas on that yep. one? We're both two, two for two. All right. This next fight has potential to be either a really good fight or maybe one of the most boring fights on this card, depending on how they attack it. And I know there was some weight cut issues in this fight and so we'll get into that but we have uh ji Un kim ji yon kim so she's nine two and two and then you have alexa garasu who's 11 and three kim to me is someone who uses pretty much only her boxing i mean yeah she has some ground game I wouldn't call it great, maybe good. Um, 
depending who you ask. But she she's pretty much just a brawler. So she likes to loop her hooks and just just wing fire them. from the hip. Yeah, just just let loose. As where Garasu, she uh, she's a little more technical than she is reckless. Plus, she uses her kicks. Now, I can't say this enough. When it's a boxer versus a kickboxer, most of the time the boxer loses a decision because they're losing points by not kicking. Because, yeah, you, you tag them, they answer you with a, with a jab and a leg kick. Well, that's two points to one in the judge's eyes. So, And the best thing is whenever you're a kickboxer, is your body is moving in a slightly different way where your hips are getting more rotated and so you can throw those kicks from that position as we're boxing you want to stay back on your line so you can you're able to bob and weave and duck and slip you're not really trying to step to the side defend a takedown or anything like that so yeah mma has a lot different stance so your tie stance is going to translate poorly against somebody who's a wrestler or Mm -hmm. compared to somebody who's maybe like a karate guy or a boxer, like you said. So it, it really depends on your opponent. So your stance, if you have a traditional stance, could be either an advantage or a disadvantage. Exactly. But in this fight, I definitely think that Alexis is a grinder, efficient with her strikes. So I, I think she'll end up getting this decision. Um, I, I think it'll be a pretty good, pretty good stand-up fight. I don't see either of them having the desire to take it to the ground. But I don't see either of them have the ability to knock each other out, though. I think that they both have good enough chins for the power that they have because they have floored people. But I just don't think it's enough to put them away unless it's a it's a good TKO. Yeah. And but I don't see it this fight. And like you're saying earlier, you know, Ken, she's had some she's had some weight cutting problems so she's gonna have to she missed weight by five pounds last fight her her first time at 125 this too right or is that garasu uh might be garasu i'm not sure but uh, yeah so whenever you're cutting weight that's just so and you miss it that means you tried everything you possibly could you gave 1000 percent of your effort and you couldn't make it so you're just depleted on everything. Probably needs an IV. But at the same time, if you just don't care about the weight cut and you give up your purse and the person still wants to fight, well now you got a weight advantage and you're not and you're not gassed out. <laughs> so it depends. What did she do? Yeah. Alright, so who are you taking? I got Garasu by decision. So do I. She seems like she's going to just put a little bit more of a volume. I feel it'll be two rounds to one. Uh, I, I got three rounds. Uh, pure unanimous decision. Got you. I think, I think that weight cut's going to be a problem, but we got to see if she comes in shape, if, you know, if Kim comes in shape or not. So. <laughs> All right, next fight. Here we go. Next fight is the fight of the night in my eyes. You know who it is? Robbie Lawler versus Neil Magny. The former champ versus the young up-and-comer. Oh, yeah. But not only that, this is one versatile up-and-comer, man. He will drop you on the feet. He will piece you up. And then he will put you on your butt. 
then just start pounding you out. If you give up your back, he'll choke you out. If not, he'll take mount and just rain elbows, or he'll just submit you another way. I mean, this guy's he just stops people. He he's actually had the record for the most finishes in a single calendar year with the UFC with five, I believe. Five or six now, so pretty good. So, I mean, he's he's a heck of an up and comer, if you ask me. Then we got Robbie Lawler. So, Robbie Lawler lost three out of his last four. Got knocked out by Tyron Woodley, pretty bad. Then beat Donald Cerrone. Got choked out by Ben Askren. And pieced up by Colby Covington. Now, those are some pretty good fighters. Robbie Lawler, 38 years old. Maybe, you know, pretty much over the hill at this point. I don't think he has another title run left in him. You never know, but I definitely think that this is a winnable fight for Robbie Lawler. I think his experience, I think his power, I think his takedown defense is going to be a little bit too much for for Neil Magny. But, you know, you never know. If a fighter hits a certain wall, once they get to an age, they just can't, can't compete the way that they used to. Their legs don't move. They kind of become a heavy bag rather than... You know, a dancing fighter, somebody that can move around, pop in and out, hit land their shots. But I think Robbie Lawler gets this one done, but I don't know how many more fights he's got left in him. But I think if he does win this fight, it'll it'll be a good way for him to go out. It's winnable because Robbie Lawler always has that power, man. He, he can put someone out one punch on any given night, and Neil Magmy just cannot let him land it. But... If you try to take him down, good luck, because Robbie Lawler has some really good takedown defense, too, so you got to be a high-level wrestler. And if you can't take him down, it's going to be really hard to submit him. So it doesn't matter how good your BBJ is if your takedowns aren't good, because every round and every fight, they start standing. We just saw it with, um, uh, what's his name? The heavyweight, Derek. Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis. who we fought. Yeah, just came out beginning of the second round, and... Knock that dude out. <laughs> yep. He got took down and held down. Uh, I almost got Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah. Or survived. Oh, yeah. He kept trying that scarf hold for the yeah. entire fight. For the entire round. Then he, you know, next fight. Boom. Yep. Then he came out in less than a minute, sure enough. Yeah, there's always a puncher's <laughs> chance. But Derek I, Lewis in line for a title shot soon. I think Robbie Lawler comes out. Makes a statement, but I'm not sure how much further he can go. So, uh, who are you taking? I got Robbie Lawler. This is the first fight that we're going to disagree on. I'm going to go uh, Magny because I think that he has a lot of momentum behind him right now. A lot of confidence. He's coming off freaking his best year ever. And so, then you got Robbie Lawler who's going for broke at this point. So, if you lost three out of your last four... That means you're probably getting real thin on the on the list for the UFC. All, all all three of those guys that he lost to, or actually all four of those guys he fought, were in the top five. So it's, yeah, it's, that does you know, change it a little it's a, bit. It's a tough it's tough to gauge. I I think it's just Who a little was his bit higher. Big win. Um, Donald Cerrone. Cerrone, that's right. So I definitely think that Robbie Lawler experience is gonna going to carry him through this fight i just think it's too big of a an experience and a talent gap right now for neil magmy but he definitely has a bright future 
Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. So, that's the first one we differ on. You got any predictions? Knockout, submission, TKO, decision? I can I see this fight going going three rounds, a little slugfest, a little grapple fest on the cage. But um, if Robbie Lawler lands, he can definitely you know, finish. He, I think he's got a lot of frustration to take out, so I think he's going to come out swinging hard, and he can definitely catch him. It's just, I don't know, I think Magmi's pretty game, and he's going to come to fight for 15 minutes. Yeah, so I see. I'm going to go against everything I just said. I'm going nil Magmi by submission, lock it in. He's going <laughs> to cat. He's gonna clip Robbie Lawler, and then... Then he's going to start working them and then get the submission. He's going to work for it, but he's going to get it. And, yeah, it's probably going to be a choke. Probably a choke. All right. Here we go. The main event of the evening. We have Anthony Lionheart Smith. And then we have Alexander Rakic. Now, let's see. Anthony Smith, he's more of a vet. He's been around for a while. He's got 30. 33 wins and 15 losses. So, vet, you know. Uh, against the up-and-coming Racket, who I swear I thought was his brother at first, man. They look almost identical. Especially, they're both tall, lanky, same body structure. Got but he's 12-2. and two. <laughs> Yeah. But he's 12-2. and two, So, both of these guys, they're long, they're lanky. Both got power. Both can switch stances. Both can um, both can hurt you with one punch or multiple kicks. Um, who was it? Anthony Smith? He knocked out um, Rashad Evans with that knee from breaking out of the clinch. Rashad was against the cage, holding his head real low, like you're not supposed to. They tell us wrestlers every time, "Don't hang your head, not in this sport." And sure enough, Anthony Smith made. The former champ pay for it. Um, then he knocks somebody out with an over over the top elbow. Um, so I mean, he's dangerous from far away, and he's dangerous and close. He's just very powerful, dude. And the same could be said for his opponent, Mr. Racket. Yeah, except for Racket, got to keep his teeth. The last time he fought, <laughs> Anthony Smith lost what, like four teeth? Yeah. So that brings me to my point here, where I'm definitely siding with. The young up-and-comer racket. I think he's young, he's fresh, he's powerful. He's definitely hungry. And I think Anthony Smith, he's coming off of a couple brutal fights. I mean, this guy, he took quite a beating. He's coming off of multiple, multiple injuries. Knee injuries, just uh, head injuries, missing his teeth from his last fight. (laughs) I mean, like the guy, his head has been caved in the last, you know, few fights so I'm, I'm a little worried that those fights are going to wear on him and he's not going to be able to come out and perform like he's tough as nails he'll hang in there but i definitely think the the young guy's gonna gonna get it and i think he's gonna get it by a stoppage kind of late in the fight i feel most of the time uh, close decisions those are the ones that shave time off right fighters careers you know the more first and second round finishes you can get, I feel the longer your career is gonna go because, I mean, how many wars can you just put yourself in, you know? Yeah, there, your head's got a number. You can only take so many shots. You know, once you hit that number, there's no getting them back. Yep, you know, can't do a mulligan. 
<laughs> so I'm, I'm a little worried that Anthony Smith is is at that point now. He's got the lion heart. His his spirit ain't gonna fail him, but you know his body has limits, and his body, you know, your mentality can only take you so far. Exactly. But so I mean, a lot of these a lot of these fighters are strikers that can do both. So I think a lot of them will come down to who's gonna stuff the takedowns whenever the other person's losing the striking. Yep. Who's gonna bail first? And if they bail, can they get that takedown? So um, I think it's going to be a true stand-up night, though. I, I I predict a lot of people coming out, but I don't really see too many knockouts, but I see definitely a lot of great technical striking battles. Oh, yeah, and I see some sloppy brawls, too, especially with Ken. <laughs> She's going to start winging them, and Garassi's going to fall for it, and they're just going to start going toe-to-toe like a bar fight. <laughs> at first it's just uh, <laughs> just grab each other's hair and just pop, 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 so what's your what's your pick for knockout of the night submission of the night or uh fight of the night fight of the night i'm gonna go with the robbie lawler neil magmy fight i think that one just has so much potential to be because they're both good strikers, and they can both take a punch, and they can both give one just as good. And if it goes to the ground, they can hang there too, and it'd be technical, beautiful, but also aggressive and, you know, violent uh, ground situation too. They're not, they're not the kind of guys that just want to lay on you and, and uh, coast the last minute and a half of the round. I mean, they want to hurt you or break something on you by the time you get back up. So, all right. My prediction for fight of the night: I have the first fight of the main card, Ian Kudabala. The rematch with the rematch with Magab. So, Magab. I'm definitely thinking that that's gonna live up to the fight of the night. Oh yeah. For <sighs> submission of the night. Submission. Submission. This one's tough because I don't see too many. I'm going to go Ricardo Yamas. If someone gets a submission, I feel he's going to pull one off. Um, I'm going to go with Grasso. Grasso? Okay. Alexis Grasso with like a, a rear naked choke or something after uh, rocking Kim. <laughs> I mean, she's got a lot of decisions, so I'd, it would be nice for her to get finished under her yeah. belt. So that's kind of kind of my upset surprise of the night right there, a little submission from her. But... And for knockout of the night, I'm taking Robbie Lawler. Got to <laughs> knock out Neil Magny. That's my prediction. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Because I don't want to do push-ups. <laughs> All right. So who are you taking in the main event? The the knockout and who I'm taking in the main event is Anthony Smith. I feel he's going to catch him one time at, in the middle of an exchange. And he's going to... I don't know if it's going to be a clean knockout, but I think it might be a pretty good knockdown TKO kind of finish. But if it's a knockout, I just hope it's a head kick knockout. Let's let's see one of those. Definitely looking forward Says to Says the Muay Thai guy. <laughs> yeah, all right. So looks like we got three the same, two differing fights. So we're going to definitely have to tune in this weekend, figure out who's got push-ups, figure out 
who called them right, who called them wrong, and see if any of these up-and-comers can start making a name for themselves here this Saturday night. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and uh, we will catch you guys on the next MMA Coach's Corner. This has been the Scott Sportscast, and you guys have a great night.